Hello and welcome to Remember God Loves You and I'll meet you at the finish line. I hope you guys are having a fantastic weekend because I know I am because today is a day that the Lord hath made and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it and God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So I would like to apologize for missing out yesterday's episode, but we had some major things happen. Uh, so our next door neighbors, um, just keep them in prayer. Our next door neighbor across the street had their house burned down, um, and so that's what we were, we brought. We came together as a community um, and provided them dinner for the firefighters, and just surrounded them with love, and it was just absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, to see a house burned down. Uh, we had over, I think, seven fire departments. And I think over, we served over 45 firefighters for dinner. And including the family. And so I think um, it's just sad when things change. And we have to be ready, you know. We don't know if anything can change in a blink of an eye. You know, and this is a true testament to your faith. That God can put anything in your in your permanitor and you have to be ready for it. And you never know when it's going to come. It might come at a bad time. And especially as winter is starting to near, it's just so sad to see. A family now, two families actually, are now forever changed. And this is what the importance of a community is. It's coming together as one. Putting our differences aside for one cause. And I urge you to do the same in your community, just like we did last night. With this in mind, let's kick off with a word of prayer, because I'm excited to talk about the um, We People Get Ready series. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We pray that the family that lost everything, Lord, we pray that you can just Put it, bring in the right people in their life to surround them, to show them love and compassion, to show them peace and comfort, and to show them uh, your generous offer, Lord. Your tender-hearted and your loving heart, Lord. Because you are a merciful Father even during those difficult times, Lord. And we just pray for uh, our community that was impacted by it. We pray for the firefighters and the first responders that came out. We pray for them as they've battled the fire for five, almost six hours, Lord. We are blessed to have you as our Father, Lord. May you guide us and protect us, O Lord, as we are getting ready for battle. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. So, with this in mind, we're going to start in Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 36. And it states, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. And then we are jumping forward to Luke chapter 4, verse 43. It states, But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. And last but not least, not last but not least, we continue to jump forward to Luke chapter 9, 
verses 1 through 2, and it states, Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And last but not least, we jump back to Matthew 9, verses 37 through 38. And then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And so, we jump, <clears throat> sorry about that, I'm trying to get my train of thought. So when we have, the, the when we have to get ready as individuals, so for the fields per se, and this is perfect in time with the harvest. We are in the harvest time, so the fields are ready to be um, pl- uh, harvested up and getting ready to put in storage. And this brings me to, um, I think, Matthew um nine thirty seven to thirty eight and it's just jumping back to that marking that key verse which is stating that the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest therefore to send out workers into his harvest field into his harvest field. So that's pretty much stating that the fields are ready, there's already developed. And not only that but they're, they have to be harvested and we are the laborers and we have to bring in others, people to Christ and we have to do our part. And so it's interesting um, because throughout the Gospels, we see how Jesus devoted his life uh, to declaring the good news, ushering in the kingdom of God on earth to anyone willing to listen. He went through towns and villages, showing compassion to those who were desperate for one touch from a Savior, healing every sickness and and disease. As much joy as Jesus felt for every lost soul that he reached, he felt a burden for every lost one that had not been found. And Jesus knew he would need to send out his disciples to reach everyone. He would need more people like you and I. Because the harvest is plentiful, the fields are ready. One world desperately needs a glimpse of hope found in Jesus, but the workers are few. So are you willing, are you willing to go? Are you willing to devote your time, energy, and resources to bringing the kingdom of God to the hopeless, oppressed, and forgotten? All it takes is a simple yes to follow the example of Jesus. It will require a lifetime of dying to selfish desires, but it will be the most beautiful adventure you could ever imagine. Amen. Amen. And how does that now look into your life? You know, we have the fields already. How does that correlate to your life? Well, as disciples of Jesus, you know, Jesus was only one person. And he could heal, he healed as many people as he could. But then he gave the power, not, he didn't give the power, but he allowed other, his other 12 disciples to go out and also heal. So then that definitely magnified uh, 
or even allowed more healing and more power or more healing and more people have known who Christ was abundantly 12 times, as many as they could reach to. But then it's interesting because in our day and age, we don't ha- we can't really heal people, you know. Besides doctors, besides medicine, and um, just you know, we besides medicine. Um, but what we can do is we can go pray, and what we also can do is, you know, when we heal and stuff, you know, this kind of healing begins with uh, gathering around as a community. When something tragic happens, we can heal each other by coming alongside with each other. Feeling each other's pain, being a support system, being and comforting. That's one way of healing an individual. And not only that, but when we do that, we are coming to, um, we are allowing what Jesus would do. How cool is that? And that way, when the and once we have more people that know who Christ is and develop that relationship, then they can go out. And do their own, uh, bring in others as well and disciple others. And that's the best way uh, to go about like the fields already, which is the, the earth and the world, you know. So with this in mind, I hope, sorry if it's a little bit more confusing or uh, a little bit out there. Um, it's a short lesson and I hope you guys, um, yeah, uh, took something away from it, which is, showing compassion to others during difficult times and our compassion and our empathy for others can impact somebody's life and allow them to develop a a love for Jesus and allows them to go out as well. With this in mind, let's end it with a word of prayer. Dear Holy Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together, Lord. We thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, Lord, and we pray that whatever happens in our hearts, in our minds, Lord, that we can be able to be a testimony to others. And that no matter what happens, Lord, help us to be uh, uh, help us be strong to share your word to others. Help us to go out into the fields and bring others along with us. To harvest, which is sharing the good news of you among the world, Lord. Just like what you did, Lord. And may you guide us and protect us as we go through that, Lord. And if we bring desire, if we bring other brothers and sisters alongside with us, help us to be leaders and help us to lead them in a godly way that you can just give us the proper tools and the encouragement to bring them to strengthen their hearts so that they can be ready to go and witness the world. May you guide us and protect us as we continue the path that you, you have set before us so that when we cross that finish line, O oh Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, I hope you guys have a fantastic um, rest of your day and be tuned for this week as it's going to be an action-packed week of wonderful guests. I'm trying to see if we can have wonderful guests on here. And I will also be appearing on other appearances on other shows. So you are welcome to check out my social media platform. Um, just all you have to do is put Sasson Timonson in your search engine on Facebook. And that way you can stay up to date on what's going on. 
and the uh, impacts that the Remember God Loves You and I'm at the Finish Line podcast is making and the endorsements will also be on there as well. Hope you guys have a fantastic day and remember God loves you and I'll meet you at the Finish Line. Have a blessed day.